Hey, welcome back. I just like doing these like nice soft like. Yo, you startled me. You caught me off guard there. Hi. Uh, we naked. just had. <laughs> let me put a towel on. Uh, we just had Leah come back in. She's she hasn't been here since episode ten. Um, brought back a couple new things, some updates on her life, and a, a pretty good deep conversation about uh, disconnecting from certain things. Min, Steve, what did you guys think? Yeah. Again, uh, she. I felt like she was way more comfortable this episode, so we got into things uh, quicker. Um, I, I'm really glad to hear that Leah is in such a really good place in her life. Uh, my favorite part was when we got into the therapy talk because that's something that I have never done before. Um, so it's really cool to hear um, from someone that has done that or is doing that, um, what that looks like. Yeah, I just like the part where he talked about eating cupcakes off asses. <laughs> that's uh, that's yeah. my perspective. So there you have it. Uh, make sure you stick through the whole episode so you can hear that story. <laughs> Welcome to the Quality Under Pressure podcast, a podcast that reminds you that a conversation is still a beautiful thing. My name is Min, joined again by Dawson and Steve, and today we have our second ever official repeat guest, because Steve has been on multiple times, but not as like a repeat guest. (laughs) He just shows up. <laughs> As a fill-in guest host, that's fill how much we love host. them. That's how much we love them. They tell me there's alcohol here, and I just <laughs> Dawson brought in some whiskey. But Leah, is he a- had to take it away. I don't see it anymore. So. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's by me now. This but, is my bottle. But there's—is this actually our second official repeat guest? <sighs> yeah, because Scott's been on three times. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Well, yeah. welcome back, Leo. Yeah. I'm happy to be back. This is awesome. Yeah, Thanks I, for having me back. I am, yes. And I wanted to ask you, um, what were some of your thoughts and feelings coming into the first recording? Oh, the first recording, I was like, I, I remember like when I think back about the first fucking 15 minutes of it, <laughs> like I think I was shaking. Like my body, I'm like, oh my God, I've never oh, really? done this before. It's like sort of like public speaking, but not. Yes. So, but then... um. I don't know. We just got going, and I'm so like, good. "All right, this feels good." And I, I love talking. Like, I love the sound of my voice. So this is great. <laughs> no, and then, you're really good. Yeah. I, 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 I can totally hear what you're saying, though. Like, uh, I came in sort of like hesitating, um, and then you started like swearing, and shit <laughs> yeah. Like, that, so. like I, you know, when when you get nervous during like speeches or whatever, you can you can hear that like warbly voice mm-hmm. that people get. Mm-hmm. Totally had that in the first episode. Maybe. In that first, like, five to ten minutes. Yeah. But then after that, you know, it's just like, you're like, oh, these are just other human beings. Like, there's Good. no reason to be nervous. I'm and glad you're whatever. here. Yeah. To make Steve a little ne- less nervous. And maybe we can bring out the Steve and Steve. Bring out the Steve. <laughs> Dawson's brandishing a whiskey bottle. Yeah. Just uh, do uh, with the puppy dog guys. Pass it along. Pass just it slide it, it down. <laughs> slide it down the bar, but don't break the glass do on you the, have way. the the pe- I'm not drinking straight. Pepsi's gone. The Pepsi's, Pepsi's gone. gone. What am I gonna do? Guys? But I'm glad. I'm glad you felt comfortable. I think even in uh, my prep document that I send guests to, I always tell them like, you're gonna feel weird in the first ten minutes. I remember the first time I sat in front of a mic, mm-hmm. and so it's just like I tell them, you're gonna feel weird for the first ten minutes. Hopefully, the conversation starts rolling, and you just forget that you're even talking into a mic. Yeah. And then you just sound natural. <clears throat> and, oh, you, and you were good at that. A hundred percent, yeah. It, it, it's weird, though. I mean, it is definitely intimidating the first time around. It's like, I'm not going to say that. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like losing your virginity. No, I was going to say, like, I mean, there's a <laughs> so big I thought we were going, to be honest with you. black microphone in Whoa. your face. Yeah. Oh, like, in front of your, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, sorry, Mom. Can, sorry, we say that? can we say that? Yeah, I yeah. think you can. Yeah, you can. 
We'll have Steve say okay. it instead. <laughs> All right. So you did. We're talking you, about penis. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have Steve translate everything. Uh, you did have a speed round the first time you were Yeah. Out. Okay, great. And we've sort of edited things. We're in the process of redesigning our show. Um, I feel like uh, the last handful of episodes have You don't worth... have to keep bringing that up. You know? Yeah. Well, it seems like I'm keep bringing on. it up, but <laughs> if people that listen, it would only be the second time they heard it. Okay. Oh, non-radio, non-radio people. Uh, you want to start the speed round? Yeah. I'm so excited for this. It's going to be a lackluster speed round. <laughs> I'm going to make it lusterful. Luster. So, Lustrous. So, Lustrous. yeah, so we went through. So if you want to hear like, Leah, she likes cats or dogs, go ahead and listen to episode six or whatever ten. it was. Ten. Episode ten. <laughs> was it? So yeah, you can ten. you can check all that out. Uh, but for right now, we're going to jump into these newer questions. Uh, but I have little... a different answer for one of my old questions. Really? Which question yeah. was it? Did you ask me what my favorite movie was? Yeah, what's your favorite movie? I don't remember what I said before. It might have been Jurassic Park. If I didn't say <gasps> that, it's Jurassic Park. But if I did say that, it's Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Nice. I just want to throw oh, that, out wow. there. that movie's awesome. Yeah. Did movie. you come on before that was released? Yes. Okay, that's why. Yeah. I came out like December. <laughs> that's why it's changed. <laughs> Good answer. Nice. I, I, nice. I, I, I agree. That's a great movie. All right, so here's going to be a couple of these questions. Uh, they're not so much... Fast questions anymore? Uh, sorry, what? What the fuck is the Spider Verse? You've never seen it? What? No, it's is, an an, it's an animated Spider movie, Spider Man movie. Is that like a universe of spiders? The multiverse. Oh, so the the movie's got like spiders. Spider Man. Spider Man. Spider Man has get his with own the universe. Program. The Marvel Cinematic Universe. I know Come the Marvel on. universe, but it's like Miles Morales, and then it's Peter Parker from one. Who's Miles then... Morales? <sighs> don't even don't feed the trolls. There's Peter. Por- <laughs> Peter I'm like Porker. Steve. Steve. Peter thanks. Porker. It's the Spider Ham. Yeah. Is Spooder Man in that? There's movie? a Spider Ham. There's Peter like Porker. a Nick Cage Spider Man, like Black yes. Noir. Yeah. P- Spider Noir. Spider Man. Yeah. So, I'm like you, Steve. So yeah. do they combine your old favorite of Jurassic Park and there's a Jeff Goldblum <laughs> Spider Man? That's in the sequel. Uh, do you have a crush sequel? on Jeff Goldblum? No. Okay. A lot of people do. Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> no. I think I have a crush on Jeff Goldblum. Oh, that's okay. I totally have a crush on, what's his, Jake Johnson, who talks for mm. one of the Spider-Man characters. He's a oh, new girl. He's okay. Nick from New Girl, Nick. that show. I don't know Schmidt? New Girl. Or I the bartender I guy. The bartender I love, guy. Uh, new Girl. You do? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. So you should watch Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse. It's great. It's yeah. It's related. It's on Netflix. It's they're in the, they're, they're yes. part of the same cinematic universe. Yes, there's a, dot, a lot of people. Two don't. dots. They get connected. You get yeah. okay. All right. It'll be on Netflix at the end of this month. Into the Spider Verse. Yeah. I also yeah. own it. If you want to borrow it, I love to lend out my movies. To Steve's oh, a pirate. Nice. He knows all about the internet. Oh yeah, Steve does. Okay, never mind. I Steve don't uh, consume physical media anymore. <laughs> really? Oh, no. say that a little more. Too good no, for. I don't. I don't. I don't. Uh, it's uh, it's wasteful. Your next level. I'm next level. It's part of the Spider Verse. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. Here All we go. right. Uh, so I think. Refresh me. What did you say before? Are you a cat or a dog person? Dog. Okay. So being said, would you rather have a cat's body with a dog's personality? I hate this question. Or for the- a dog's body with a cat's personality? So lackluster. Um. Shut up. Dog body, cat's personality. Yeah. You'd rather so big and lumbery, but like bitchy. No, what kind of dog? dogs aren't like. I'm thinking of my dog. She's a foxhound, so she's like lean, and she like she's like she can be active. She can be kind of mellow. You know, my dog's a little bit like a cat. She's okay. kind of like I want to be around you, but like also meh. Like when I think of although so she's also I don't want to be smelly. Dog. 
And dogs smell. No, they don't. No, not necessarily. Are you a cat person, Steve? Uh, I'm a dog person. Okay. But if Ooh. like I'm gonna go Ooh. with the if like for me personally, I'm have I would rather have a cat's body because they're cleaner. And they can like jump to things. I'm allergic to cats, agile. so if I have a cat body, I'm just gonna be allergic to myself. But then you have a dog brain, which is a little smarter. And either way, you're really fucking dumb at the end of this, so you wouldn't even know your name or what you necessarily got yourself into. But other people perceive you, so more people would like you because you're a dog. All right, so here's a follow up on that. Uh, what's one embarrassing stat you wouldn't want to know uh, about myself? Yeah. An embarrassing stat about myself that I would not want to note. No. Uh, fuck. How life? many times have I, like, awkwardly hugged someone mm. when they weren't going in for a hug? Nice. Oh. <laughs> or, like, the, oh awkward, the awkward, like, wave. You yeah. think, you think yeah. somebody's you go, waving hey. at you and you're like, hey. And yeah, all those awkward interactions, like hugs or waves sure. and that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's anytime that happens to me, I wish I was, like, a meaner person. Because <gasps> anytime just, like, someone's like, hey, I'm like... I don't fucking know you do, but I'm going to wave back because yep. I don't want you to feel <laughs> shitty. And then I turn around, I'm like, fuck, they're waving at someone else. Now I feel like a jackass. Yep. But if I was meaner, I'd be like, I don't fucking okay. know you. I got a story for you. This is where that stat comes from because I can think there's like one. I might, I mean, the number might be two that for hugs. Um, wow. <laughs> awkward hugs. You've kept track because so, it means that This one just like stands out in my mind. It's like, you know when you're like 10 years from now and you're going to bed and your brain's like, hey, do you yeah. remember that one time you hugged that person and they weren't actually going in for a hug? Yeah. Yeah. It keeps you that. up at night. So it's like it the was, meme of like yeah. husband and wife night. laying in bed. Like, it was a networking thing. And this like, I got invited out by um, this like rep or whatever for some advertising marketing deal. And at the end, like we left and he put his hand, like, okay. I just like, he was in a weird position too, but he like kind of put his hand out, but he kind of put both arms out. Oh, nice. So, oh. and he's, you know, he's like, oh, thanks for coming. Like, this was great. How well do you know this person? Not well. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> it was like your first time meeting them? This was, this was like maybe our third interaction. In a professional In a professional, a professional sense. But he put like both of his arms out and I like, <laughs> went, fuck, I went for a <laughs> That internal panic, I could hear it, yeah. <laughs> and, then he, and then I was like, and the, like he gave me this really awkward hug he back. It's so disgusting. I'm like <laughs> fucking grossed out right now. And then he goes, he he actually says though, like he points out the mistake. He goes, oh, I was just motioning to where I parked. <laughs> oh, he said it. That's great. My follow-up question was gonna be. In retrospect, do you think it would have been weird to like point out the miscommunication that happened? And he yeah, did. And he did. And I was like, oh, my bad. He's like, that's okay. Hugs are cool too. And I'm like, not really. Did it make you feel better or like resolve the situation? Or was, it, was it worse? Not. Or was Keeping it worse? Her away <laughs> okay. It, it, okay. So it, it sort of resolved the situation. And then I wasn't sure if I wanted to like do like do advertising or whatever like go down that route yeah. like between our businesses <laughs> he never contacted Aww. me after that and i was like well that solved itself i guess we don't need to try to negotiate prices for ad space anymore you went back like she's a weird hugger <laughs> can't can't do it can't do it nice. all right Dal. all right uh here we go um switch it up for a second here mm -hmm. what's your drink of choice oh Alcoholic or otherwise? Your choice. Mm -hmm. Oh, my choice. I've, I'm, I'm all about kombucha right now. Okay. Wow. Yeah. There you go. You fart a lot. Whoa. <laughs> a 
Take that as a yes. Take that as a yes. <laughs> oh, boy, do I tell you. Let me tell you. Oh, gee willikers. Oh, sorry. That's the number I wanted to. <laughs> what, what about alcoholic? Kombucha? What? Oh. <laughs> There's alcohol in no, kombucha. The, I'd say the alcoholic drink would be um, a gin and tonic like gin. with um, Tattersall gin. Steve, Tattersall. Your, your tone got mildly sexual there. Oh, I like gin and tonic. <laughs> I, I do but gin you and don't, soda water. You left a bottle of gin at my house because you're like, I don't want this anymore, ever again. Oh, because I can't, I can't have it in the in the freezer because I'll drink it. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, that's why you left it there. Got yeah. it. Beer, I don't mind drinking. Okay, when nice. I get home from work, and but apparently I can't be proper twelve whiskey. Dipping into the. Well, <clears throat> thanks, Connor. Thank you, Connor. What did you have last night, Steve? That you're slightly hungover. Today? I, I had three beers. It was the weirdest experience of Yikes. of my life. Uh, was was last night. There you go. We'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Uh, okay, so gin and tonic and kombucha. Perfect. Uh, you have a, like, what's your biggest pet peeve? Uh, my biggest pet peeve is it like it. It used to be slow walkers. Oh yeah. Who would just like take up the entire sidewalk, walk, in walk the as slowly as possible, and it like you go one way, and and it's like they can sense you, so mm-hmm. then they go that way, and I'm like, get the fuck out of my way! So now that's transitioned <laughs> to drivers. Not in August first. And and I'm just like, I can see, like I can see, I've got an SUV, so I can kind of see through your car, and I can see you're like five car lengths behind the car in front of you. Mm. Yep. Mm. And we're not at the speed limit even. Go, you assholes. Yeah. 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 So you that's that my law? pet peeve. You yeah. see that law? That's why I can't wait for Slowpoke law to go into effect August slow 1st. Po- oh. August I thought that's 1st. just the left lane. Like, it is left yeah. lane. Okay. Yeah. I'm talking also like neighborhood, like everywhere. Sure. Like get on Oh, highway left lane. I wonder what, uh, so what is then if it's like a four lane highway? Hmm. Left lane. Left lane is always just, for passengers. Yeah. Always left lane. Okay. Unless it's like not busy and then... But yeah, that's to get the point. Like, get the hell out of the left lane mm-hmm. if you're not going to go at least seventy, yeah. and then that's, a, you should 55? really be getting out of the left lane altogether. Seventy and a fifty-five, though. Yeah, you should be going ninety. Get the no. fuck out of the way. The, the police will sort that out. I'm, I'm a ten over guy. <laughs> I'm a I'm a yeah, yeah. A five to yeah. ten over guy. Yeah, ten, yes. ten over. Same. I'm like yeah. a, I'm like nine. But even if that's <laughs> the case, if you're going seventy-five and a seventy, you should still get out of the left lane. Yes, because okay. it's not your job to police the left lane. Yes. Oh yeah. Like you're not gonna just because that guy's going fast behind you. Don't puff your chest. Be like, I'm going to stay right here. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Okay, I'm, good. I'm a mover. I'm good. <laughs> mover and a shaker. All right, Leah. Um, how much money would it take for you to not be able to read ever again? To read? Yep, you can't read. You just lose the ability to read. But I'll give you any amount of money you want. I don't want your money. Ooh. Oh. That's Fuck your attack. money. Yeah. That's Fuck Dawson. Attack. Really? I don't know. I call he's, you with $100 billion. No. Like, also, Dawson's just the messenger. But fuck <laughs> you in particular. <laughs> That's fine. I mean, this is normally how I start my Saturdays. No. <laughs> uh, no, I don't want any. I, I, I would never give up the ability to read just for money. That's fucked up. Oh, I was like, I'll, I'll do, do it, it for you, you have like a hundred bucks. You have a number. Leah, you have a number. You have to have a, a, a trillion dollars. No! A trillion what? dollars. No! You can, you can hire, hire someone to read, to read for, you. for you. You can hire Morgan Freeman to read your books yes. for you. Morgan Freeman's going to die someday. You can get. You can build a robot AI that sounds like yes, Morgan Freeman. A Siri. A Morgan Freeman Siri. <laughs> that's, that's a mm, mm, dangerous road. I, I have a number, too. So What's your number? I, I mean, I don't know. I haven't thought of it. But I what? know, I know, I know there's a number where somebody's like 25 mil. Yeah, probably. Like you, yeah. But you can't. So I, I become illiterate. 
you just can't read. Like you can't you can't read anything. You can see it. It's not like it's blind and it goes yeah. away. But like you just can't read anymore. Can you, like, if I look at, it, does it just look like letters? Like, oh, what are those like weird dyslexic. scribbly things on a on a page? Yeah, you, it just won't make sense anymore. It's like me trying to read like yeah. Chinese or something. Exactly. Right now. I can't even relearn it. Probably not. No. Mm. Then yeah. I no. Need, I nope. need more than twenty five nope. mil. No. Nope. No really? monies. Yeah. I'm, yeah. You don't have to work ever again. What do you have to read? You hire somebody. Hire yeah. your professional reader to follow you around. But reading is like the most amazing thing ever. Audiobooks. If I so money's great too. So like you yeah. said, you have you ever not worked? You wouldn't yeah. you wouldn't have to ever work again. <laughs> Try that. But even in my off time, enhancing my mind and my life is yeah. what I do in my off time. Have your professional reader do that. Sometimes but on much... my on time. But then just think, yeah, just... think what's up here. You can take that and you can give it to the world. But I have to. But I need feed to read it. What's the, up here? Yeah. You just think. No. I'm not that smart, dude. Neither am I. I have to keep building what I know. But I don't need to. How how smart do you need to be compared to a billionaire? It's not about compared to a how billion? smart you need to be. It's how like Fulfilling. meaningful your yes. yeah life can be through reading. Yep. And like getting other people like <laughs> yeah. But have you ever owned a yacht? Fuck yachts. Yeah. That's, exactly. Like. Oh my god, so much work to like upkeep a yacht. Like it's the stupidest thing. It's like the the lawns on the the houses on Lake Minnetonka and you look at them and you're just like, (laughs) what a fucking nightmare to take care of that lawn. I I know you can hire people for it, but it's just like no. I would never pay money for a yacht. People have to pay me to own a yacht. Yes. Fine, but okay, your secret island. That's fine. You can own an island. That's fine. You don't have to read. Okay. What if I want to read on my secret island? God damn it. Get an audio Get book. Get an audio book. Just sit, get those AirPods, <laughs> plug them in, and let Morgan Freeman read you a book. <laughs> All right. Let's what do you this. have against Morgan Freeman reading you a book? <laughs> That's the real question. His voice isn't built for everything. That's what. That's true. What is it not built for? Like, what would you absolutely not want? Speed. Morgan? Okay. I wouldn't want to read something fast. Speed reading. But, like, what, what topic does Morgan Freeman, should he not cover? Like if if you went to the drive through at Wendy's, are people not over Morgan Freeman yet? I don't. I just throw it out there because he's like the voice. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, I just mean no, no. I, just, I sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Steve. I just mean like he's still a thing. Yeah, he's always a thing. Yeah, <laughs> he will be forever. Here's one for you. All right. You have to lose half your hair <clears throat> or half your teeth. Teeth. Wow. What? I told you that question is way different for women. Yeah. I'm losing fucking half my yeah, hair. It's way no. different that's, that's the first time I've asked a woman this question. I mean, yeah. okay, so... Okay, if I lose half of my hair, is it like a perfect 50-50? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not, that's not no, how it worked for me. No, that's not how it works. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could do, like, wigs and stuff like that, but no, I don't want to lose... I love my hair. Yeah. Um, teeth, though, I mean... You can't get fake teeth. Oh. You can't get implants. You can't That's, just like change. And you can't wear a wig. I, no, I can. Because my question. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that You will permanently shit. be without half your teeth or permanently without half of your hair. No replacement. That Wait a second. So- Hold on. The hair on my head or the hair on the rest of my body? Because what if the hair on the rest of my body equals how much hair is on my head and then I get to lose that? Can I choose? It doesn't change because your head of hair is one thing, but your body hair is another piece. But it all rolls up into a total of hair. So you would lose half of the hair on your body. Like Steve I mean, was, I already Steve look like I'm hairless on my arms and legs, so if I lose that, it'd be no big deal. Yep, same. But it's everything. So like, that's, that's I think that's it's even better. Total. It's I want total. it to be everything. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I only want hair specific parts of my body. Okay, fine. Uh, Wait, I already lost my teeth though, like my baby too bad. teeth. Yeah, too bad. Oh. No, like your adult teeth. <sighs> That question is so easy what for a men. Dumb question. <laughs> <laughs> it's so easy for men. Yeah. My hair, obviously. 
Yeah, obviously, because some of us don't have a choice. <laughs> um, you have to be privilege. You have to, yeah. You don't rule right my life. I'm gonna go get dentures, okay? Nope, you can't. Uh, <laughs> so here's no, one you that can't. you can't, you can't, you can't weasel your way out of this one. I'm putting you in the middle of a field. <clears throat> I'm gonna like give a you a cornfield. Uh, just a field. You you decide what from there. What, what, you, be, you tell us what field yeah. are we in, Leah? Where are we at? A tulip field. A tulip nice. field okay. in Holland. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. I give you a baseball bat. Oh no! Do no. I have to destroy the tulips? Just no, you wait. Just you wait. It's not that bad. bad. Just you wait. Yeah. Okay. I unleash it's an not army. That bad. <laughs> what? <laughs> I unleash an army of ten-year-olds wearing bicycle helmets. How many can you take out before they overwhelm you? <laughs> <laughs> She's worried about killing. Don't tulips. touch the tulips. <laughs> These children. <laughs> It's not that bad. Oh my god! It's not the tulips okay, you have to worry on, about. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, ten, bunch of ten-year-old. How many ten-year-olds? As many as the, the, yeah. They keep many? coming. Like, they they keep coming until you call it quits. Okay, so it's like video games where it's like waves. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, They're wearing bicycle helmets. You have I a baseball ha- bat. I have a baseball. Can I fashion anything nope, onto the nope. baseball bat? Nope. It's just a baseball bat. Only thing around you is, is it wood or aluminum? Ooh, good question. Good question. Let's go wood. I yeah, sure. imagine, yeah, wood. MLB wood? style. It's not going to yeah. break either. Okay. Bunch of 10-year-olds, they got Their bike helmets soft. on? Yeah. Is they have bike helmets on. They've yeah. got bike helmets. You don't need to go for the head. You just hit them in the right. face. Um, They're 10. Or they're you 10. go for the knees and, like, take them out. Sure, but they're still going to keep crawling. Wait, they how, don't stop. What was the question, though? How many can you take out? Before you're overwhelmed. Before I'm overwhelmed? <laughs> Probably one. <laughs> What? <laughs> Where's like an emotional like after you okay. crushed one, you're like, oh, let's, let's, I'm overwhelmed. Let's go back to Leah's five two. There are ten year old kids who are taller than True. me now. So if a bunch of them just like a, like just a wave of them yeah. came, I think I could get one. And by the time I turn around, it'd be like game over. Already on top of you, and just then the like screen changes and it says wasted. <laughs> nice. And then you respawn. Yeah, and then I respawn, and I do it all over again. What did I learn? Okay, maybe I can get one and a half kids this time. Nice. It's like Russian dolls up in here. Ooh. What is that? Babushka? Babushka? Babushkas? Babushka? Babushka. I don't remember. Ooh, my Russian. Talk about the Netflix TV show, not Chernobyl. <laughs> oh, my Russian. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Natasha it's like Groundhog's. Yeah. Groundhog's Russian Day. Dolls is a Netflix show? Yep. Yeah. Oh, a woman shit. keeps dying, and she keeps coming back to life, and she's got to figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Does anybody know how many original shows Netflix has? Oh, that was That's a, a stat I would like Stanford. to know in my life. <laughs> how many yeah. terrible Netflix shows have I watched and not Jesus finished? Right. Yeah. So oh, yeah. How much so many... time have I wasted on really shitty shows or movies? Yep. Okay. How many hours? Should I go to the not so speed round? Go ahead. Yeah. Not yeah. So speed. All right, I'm going to ask a couple of questions to maybe get to the. Well, we already know who you are, so I'm going to I'm going to try to speed through this. But uh, for those who don't, episode ten. Episode ten. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you went to college today, what would your major be? Um, I wouldn't go to college. Nice. Whoa. I was kind of hoping, like when I wrote that question, yeah. I was hoping like someone would say yeah. that. It's hundred percent expensive. Why? Yeah, expensive. Yeah, student debt, like d- or whatever, Crisis. student loan debt, like is outrageous right now, and it just like keeps climbing. And I'm like, based on like, okay, we have so much information at our mm-hmm. fingertips right now, and so many people out here are experts in the field. It's just like. Go learn it on your own. Maybe do like shortened courses or boot camps instead, and you can spend a lot less money and maybe learn a lot more and dig in deeper to what what you really want to do instead of like dink around for four years. Mm-hmm. Um, you could you can do that now. I don't yeah, know. I mean, I hate the debt, but I still there's a large part of me that doesn't regret it. 
I really feel like it really shaped undergrad and graduate school, especially mm-hmm. graduate school, because I was so much more passionate about uh, education and wanting to spend that time learning. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I really appreciate how it shaped the person I am. So I don't regret. Yeah. Doing that, but yeah, the debt sucks. I don't know, and if I did go back, I I don't know what I would choose to like. Kind of word I can't think of right now. This happens all the time. I would um, do physics. Yeah, physics. Mm-hmm. I maybe I would do like computer science. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like, like what you said though, like I don't regret the college experience and I kind of miss it in the sense of like you just go you just can learn a lot too in the classroom and that was really fun like I'd love to go back to the U or wherever really in like audit classes Mm -hmm. so you just sit in and you learn yeah but you don't pay (laughs) I remember um a couple years after college when um Wikipedia was becoming more and more of a thing I had this summer project where every day the first thing I did when I woke up was read a couple of Wikipedia pages and I was just like trying to like gather information that way. That's why again, like again that the would you lose the ability to read? Yeah. I think about projects like that that I put on myself, I'm just like that sucks. You would not be able to like dig the depths of but you could. the chupacabra. Because there's documentaries on everything. So you can just watch it. I know, I know. But there's something about reading That's the worst. No. Reading it's sucks. the best thing ever. No, it's just, it's just such a good way to quickly consume information. Not at, if you're a slow your, reader. Mm. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Or there's a podcast on everything. That's true. You know, that that, that kind of goes, like, speaks to the point of some people really, like, that information really sinks in when they read, but other people, they have to hear it. For yeah, that information absolutely. to sink in too. I think I get I gather information the best via conversation because there's something really like I'm really connected to it. There's almost something tangible about it. Mm-hmm. So like when I have like an actual conversation, not even like a lecture, like lectures, there's moments where like my mind starts to float and think about what they said about like five minutes ago. But when you're in the conversation, it it is like what they're talking about right now at me mm-hmm. that that makes me really engage. That's how I gather uh, like the most information. Um, but there's something about reading where it's just like, okay, this paragraph doesn't matter to me. Mm. So then I can just skip ahead. Yeah. And you can't do that with anything else. Fast forward. Yeah, but you don't know where you're Damn. landing. You yeah. Can't, you can't see where it's fast forward. You can't see where it, And then it, it's like, Oh, wait, so there was something in that paragraph that maybe I should So when you go fa- back when you reference. click like fast forward 30 seconds a couple of times, you know what they're going to say. I don't, but if it's like, oh, that sounds I'll back it up. Problem solved. But that's what I'm saying. I don't even have to do, have to do that. <laughs> when I'm How do you not know you're skipping an important paragraph? But then I can, I can see some of the words. So I can like well, begin speed to skim. Reading. Yeah, yeah. I can, yeah, exactly. Skim, you're just like I have nothing to read, so I'll just watch as much as I need to. All right. But that's not the premise. It's, <laughs> the premise is you guys. The premise is I can see what's coming up. Okay. I can see uh chapters on a DVD. <laughs> okay. Ha! Okay. Got him. <laughs> no, cuz you don't you can see the chapter but you don't You can't know. read the chapters yeah. though. You don't <laughs> see the, you don't see <laughs> the content. You're right. You're right. You don't see the content. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm picking. I just go on pictures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Okay. Oh, this, this, is, this is my section. <laughs> this is yeah. your section. This is your section. If uh, religion never existed, would mm. the world be a better place? Because even me, as you a know, hardcore atheist, I could go both ways on that question. I shit. Um, 
because I'm agnostic mm-hmm. and I grew up Catholic. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I think. Uh, I think it's the the kind of like the organized part, the part that gets like really radical. If if that's not yeah. there anymore, I think a, that would do people a lot of good. Honestly, I think if. Yeah, you know what? Yes, because having that Catholic background, I was just I just had this phone call with my um, best friend Katie. She just mentioned she's like, "Do you have Catholic guilt about X Y Z?" And I was like, "You know what? I used to have Catholic guilt about things, but fuck that shit. Yeah, like it's, it's not your the stupidest fault. thing. It's like suddenly you do something that's very you." And then you have to feel guilty. Like, then you just, like, feel shameful. And then you start to hide it away from the world. And it's like, that's fucked up. Like, that's not helping you. That's not really helping anyone else. Like, when you can be, I don't know, when you you decide to make that effort to, like, be totally you and open and honest about who you are and unapologetic to a point, like, as long as you're not manipulating people or hurting people, I think it, it, it can inspire other people to do the same back the relations that you that you have start to mirror what you're putting out there yep what what do you mean catholic guilt is it just like the sinning part of it like, yeah like I'm gonna sin. damn my eternal yeah soul it's like when we had conf- like drunk confession or whatever <laughs> yeah. and they're like all right go do like two hail marys and go in the stall and all that kind of stuff and <laughs> so and like four two and, like for our fathers and da, 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 da. and then like you do it and then you're you like oh i just thought about slapping like ben across the face Shit! Now my my oh, my tablet's yeah, yeah, all yeah. dirty Thought again, crime. and Thought then it's crimes. just like yeah, it's just like you just live with the, with this like sense of like being human in any way is also sinful. But and do you it's think like, pastors feel that. that type of remorse? No, no. Mm, that's weird. I mean, the Catholic Church, like when you yeah, look Catholic at yeah, the whole like do. Catholic. Do you think they feel remorse? I think when you get to that that entrenched into that level, you are. So so invested in that that you begin to put up blinders and you don't you mm-hmm. don't care you yeah. don't care were you born you were were you quote unquote born into catholicism adopted into catholicism that's why i, put, I mean yeah. like, like no one can see the quotes that he's making well that's why i said quote yeah. unquote that's true. um <laughs> like i mean i guess i was actually born into it i mean i think since i was on yeah. this earth I, w- I wasn't a Catholic I was I mean no I was because like <laughs> after getting naturalized or whatever and becoming a citizen then I got baptized yeah and then it was just yeah. like what like Sunday school and then what's that mean Nat- you naturalized? become naturalized yeah naturalization is the process of yeah citizenship of America yeah becoming a, an American citizen that's what it's called mm-hmm. yeah my parents went through that Nash- naturalization <laughs> yeah that's weird yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I've never heard that before. I've been indoctrinated. Um, I guess because I was just born here. Hey, and I was white. <laughs> they don't give <laughs> me that in my white people classes. <laughs> even when I even when I was born here, they were like, "Hey, would you like your baby to be naturalized? He's born in America." Wait, I I was naturalized at birth. What? what? <laughs> Is that when they snipped it? Never mind. Oh, oh. when they make your pee pee shorter. <laughs> they had to otherwise was, I would have fallen over hey oh. so so massive <laughs> but I, I just mean like you, you didn't you didn't have average white penis you didn't become a Catholic at eight right yeah, yeah. no I, I I guess I that's yeah what I was quote unquote bo- born into yeah. baptized and then just in the in the Catholic Church yeah from that point forward until I got 
uh, I got confirmed. And what we were told is once you get confirmed, you become an adult in the Catholic Church, and you get to make the decision whether you go to church or not anymore. And I'm like, oh. bye. <laughs> so I, got, I got confirmed, and then I like never went to church anymore. Did you, growing up Catholic, did you ever have some of the more extreme, like, I don't even know if it's considered extreme Catholic views, but like, did you ever look at like a gay person and think like, ooh, that's weird, or, or anything like that? No. So that never like crept into your... That didn't creep in, but at the same time, that wasn't really something that like that was also like tucked away too like okay for for like us kids like in the like in the catholic school system or okay. whatever it just like was wasn't even a topic that was really talked about or anything it was always about like man and woman and they get married and blah, 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 blah. yeah like it wasn't even a thought thing like if it's dirty or not you never even struggled with like things like that no or, like um, abortion or like like homosexuality, you never struggled with any of that? No, I never struggled with it in the sense of like, I started in this like view of like, yeah, that's sinful. And then like changed that view. It was more just like, I guess I don't have any thoughts on the matter until no, I yeah. got older. And then I'm just like, it's not wrong. So yeah, I just feel bad for Catholics that were so indoctrinated like that. They completely thought that was wrong. Mm -hmm. And then... I mean, like, ignorance is kind of bliss. Like, if you just keep living that lifestyle, you're you're a jackass. But at least you never have any, like, internal, like, regret. But what about people that have an awakening and they're like, oh, my God, for 25 years of my life, I was hating this person for mm -hmm. no good reason. I can't imagine the guilt that you could carry. Oh, sure. Yeah, I don't know. But I think when if if a person gets to that point where like they realize looking back, oh, you know, I spent 25 years hating someone for no reason. Yeah. But now I'm here at this new point, And with this knowledge that I have now, this new stance on things, just move forward. And like, mm. you know, like you don't need to kind of sit in the past with that negative, mm. like with those negative feelings about it. You should be thankful that like I have this new perspective on it now move forward with that but i get it though people can get stuck yeah in that way of thinking and i think that's where guilt and shame lie is like the past yeah and uh. that's something that like i personally am working toward like trying to continue working on is like not dwelling on because usually i mean usually when you say dwelling on your past it's usually it's like a negative yeah kind of concept it's yeah. I mean, you'll remember, like, good memories, but then, like, you dwell. It's, like, kind of negative stuff, and then you kind yes. of feel shameful about it or anxious. I'm trying to move away from that these days. Let's continue that conversation. Is that really close to your topic of the day? That's super close to my topic of the day. All right. What, let's, what a let's, transition. Let's do that. <laughs> it's almost like you've done this before. <laughs> it's, she set it up, not me. No credit to me. But I wasn't what talking to you. I was talking to Leah. Oh, you were looking oh, at me. Oh, but you were totally looking <laughs> yeah, directly at me. We both thought that, yeah. <laughs> Way to wreck the illusion of podcasting. Uh, what is your topic of the day? <laughs> Alex Jones is here <laughs> to talk about this. Oh, all right. I have to like bring up the doc that I That's sent awesome. you because I don't do even it. remember. But I'm, I... thank you for preparing. Even That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Back to back guests where like they prepared stuff. Okay, kind, so kind this of. is one of the. This is kind of like my topic of the day, which is just like, you get out of life what you put into it, and this is like in a lot of things. This could be relationships or work or like family or like the activities that you do. Um, it's just like life is what you make of it, and. 
that's kind of me like the preparation for this. It's like I could have just been like, Ugh, I don't I don't know. We'll just see where this takes us, which I'm still really open to because I yeah. think that's how really great conversations happen is just like, OK, mm-hmm. you don't need to like, all right, you guys bullet point four, though. We miss that. We get come can, back. Can we go back to yeah. that? Yeah. It's just like but to be prepared because I want to get I want you guys to get out of this and listeners what I want to put into it. Structure is good as long as it doesn't get in the way. Yes, yeah. exactly. Like good vacations. That's something we Ooh. talked about on the last podcast. Episode 10? Episode 10. <laughs> <laughs> Call back. Uh, but yeah, so that that's kind of the, I guess, overall theme of what I want to talk about because I feel like that's where I am in mm. life right now. Like, I think I texted you, Min, because you're like, "How are you doing?" And I'm like, "Things are going like really good. Like things are fucking great." And um, I felt that from your text, and yeah. that's why I was just like, "Jesus, settle down." I was like, "Everything's coming up, Millhouse." I was like, "What? The- <laughs> We're not talk about this shit." I'm just like, "What is so good in your life?" Everything. Like work is good. Um, my like friendships. Like, I think there was a point in my life, like previously, um up until really like turning 30 where I felt like I looking back I probably didn't put a lot of thought or energy into the some of these friendships like oh I guess I'll you know take a phone call when it comes or it doesn't matter like we'll meet up any like it'll like something will happen and kind of taking this kind mm. of autopilot way of approaching things but now turning 30 being 31 now I feel like you know what I really love these people in my life yeah and i want to keep like growing that relationship keep cultivating this between us because it like i feel it feels good for both parties too like to just stay in touch hang out when things don't work out you know you don't get all bent out of shape about it it's like because life happens but you just like keep the door open with these people and and reach out and that's not something you were focusing on or feeding into before? <laughs> no, I don't think it was. Um, when I look back, I, it was more just kind of like sitting and waiting for it to come to me oh, and hoping okay. something, hoping someone else would do the work. Yeah. And like tied to that is feeling like, oh, I feel like, I don't know, maybe I don't have great friends or, you know, a support system or whatever. But then when you reach out and like keep fostering those connections you're just like wow no i do i have i have these great friends i have this support network i have these people that i want to see them they want to see me we have fun together like we're there for each other i'm glad i'm i'm really happy to hear that and i totally agree because i have friends that um, have even been on this podcast like angie hastings she is so I would not have stayed in touch with some of my middle school friends if she wasn't that person that began to organize and be like, hey, like this group of people haven't seen each other for a long time. Come over. We're going to throw a party. And she's I'm just going to buy a bunch of booze. I'm going to buy a bunch of food. We're going to have a great time. We're going to rekindle things. And I made really great connections because of that. So there are people like that in my life that Mm -hmm. do exactly what you said put the effort forward and begin to organize things like that. But at the same time, there are people on the opposite end that are so unappreciative of people that do things like that, that have put the effort forward, the energy mm-hmm. forward. There are people where, and I and I'm, I think I'm somewhere in the middle where I'm like, cool, like 
I'll, I'll organize this. It's a labor of love. Yeah. I like doing it because I like what comes of it. But there are people also where when you do the logistics, you plan like, hey, we're going to meet here, blah, blah, blah. I need your input so I can know your schedule. Can mm -hmm. you make it? What do you need? What sort of accommodations? And then there are people that won't even res begin to respond to help you. or They don't even have to organize anything. Yeah. But they will... They will not intentionally get in the way, but be, but because of their like non-compliance, they are making the process that much harder. Mm -hmm. And so I even like a, like two or three years ago, I began the process of uh, I would really feel hurt when that happened, when I mm. would organize things. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, just fucking respond. I don't even need you to be like, hey, like we need to order like seven pizzas for this party. Just be like, hey, I'm going to show up. I can make it at two um, because I need a head count for how many pizzas we're going to need. Yeah. And it's just like, Jesus Christ, you have you've had two weeks to respond. And I, I'm, I, I, I don't want to order too many pizzas or too less. Mm -hmm. And so I began the process of like, well, you know, if these people don't want to respond to me, don't get upset about it. Yeah. Just don't reach out anymore. Yeah. And it makes me sad that I can't stay in touch with those people. But they, they're, they're probably annoyed that I'm contacting them about organizing a gathering. They're, mm -hmm. they're, they're probably sick. They don't want to. They don't want to be a part of it, obviously. Yeah, and if it gets to the point where they're just like, oh, I don't get, like, invited out to things or whatever anymore, like, that's on them. Yes. Like, if that's their problem, then, yeah, it's you can only control what you can control. Yes. And, you, and, and the same is in reverse. It's like, clearly, if you're, if you're always, like, turning down or being non-responsive about things, like, yeah, you're not going to get invited to things. So maybe, yeah, people have to be able to just change themselves. Yeah. In those situations. Yeah. It's like I've reached out. I can't do any more than that unless I become like this dictator and be like, you're going to be here at one mm -hmm. and then start a fight about it. Yeah. You just can't do that. Are there other parts of your life that you've made this click with too then? Yeah. there, There's definitely so like friendships for sure, like work especially right now. So the last time that we met, the the marketing department is where I work. Um went through quite a bit of like quite a bit of a shakeup. Okay. Um and it kind of felt like being on a ship without a captain. Oh wow. And I just kinda like I kinda mentally checked out and like my coworkers could feel it. They could see that energy. Um but at the same time, like now we've got I just got some great coworkers. Like I still great. love this place. I love the people that I work with. I do really enjoy the things that I do and I feel like a part of it is we have a sort of leadership in my department, which kind of captain of the ship. Not really captain of the ship, but someone who's just like course setting with me, yeah. which is really nice. Um, but I feel like I'm in it. Like I'm both feet into work right now. I'm not. Well, I kind of stepped away from doing lettering. Um to be honest, yeah, I just do it like for funsies now, um, <laughs> but not like with any kind of serious whatever in mind. Um, but no, I'm like, I'm both feet into work. I'm like here for it. And I feel like because of that, I'm getting a lot more out of it. I feel like I've yeah. elevated my role there, which makes me feel really good. Which is such a weird dynamic because I more and more, I think younger in my adult life, um, I would always approach things as, all right, I got I, if no one else wants to organize this thing, I'm going to do it. I'm mm -hmm. going to do it. And then I quickly learned that that's annoying to people because then you don't give them agency 
um, and you can sort of like step on toes and things like that. And then later in my adult life, mm -hmm. I uh, sort of the pendulum swung the other way. And I'm like, OK, people don't like it when I tell them how to do things or like where to be on this time. And so then I try to make it way more democratic. Mm -hmm. But then people check out. You know, like kind of like you're saying, like there is no one captain of the ship. Yeah. So then in a good way, there's everyone has equal say in power, but then people check out. Mm -hmm. So then you have to put this leader back into place and then people get upset at the leader. And so I'm like, what the fuck is the right way to do things? Include everybody. But that's like because I look at that, too, is I've got like, for example, Steve and I, like our group of friends, mm -hmm. there was a point where like. I can't go to everything that they do because yeah. mm -hmm. I'm a dad. Yep. I'm a husband. I've got other, like, my life, i got to still organize. But I still like to be a part of the chain yep. to mm -hmm. see, like, on the off chance that I'm by myself, I can make it out. Yep. So yep. I know at one point there was a there was a point where I got booted out of, like, the invite chain. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you guys aren't doing anything anymore. Like, no, we're still going out. I'm like, well, fuck, I had the weekend off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I could have done stuff. So, yeah. like, then our group has changed. Like, we still do all of that where we're still everybody still gets invited even though we're still growing up yeah, and like getting bigger. Um, <clears throat> so that's I just like I don't want to be the guy who's like, well, I can't be a part of everything and be the Debbie Downer. Yeah, yeah. Can I say that? Is it can yeah. I say Debbie Downer? Um, Why can't you say Debbie Downer? I don't know because it's sexist. I don't. Whatever. I don't want because liberals are scary. Because yeah, <laughs> I don't want to piss it. I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's like Debbie, she's a female. Anyways, um, it's getting then. tweeted right now. Somebody yeah. is hashtag yep. chewing me. Dawson's a Reddit <laughs> thread right now. <laughs> Let's fuck this guy's life up. He said Debbie Downer. Uh, but I just want to be a part of it. Like, I don't want to, like, you guys have fun. Yeah. I want yeah. to be a part of it, too. Yeah. Um, same thing, like, with, like, if you and Dean or whatever go hang out. Yep. I still want, like, hit me up for the invite. Yep. I feel bad saying no. Right. All right. the time. But there's the off chance. I might, there's a, you know, yeah. I might be able to make, I might be able to make it. Yeah. I think you have a great point to that, though. It's like, you just kind of include everyone along the way in, in hopes that, like, especially in a work setting, like, when you can, when people are able to offer their input on things and feel like what feedback they're giving you is taken into account in some regard. That doesn't mean like you're you're executing on every idea that comes from, mm -hmm. you know, your coworkers, but knowing that like, okay, I've gathered all your information, this is what we're going to do moving forward. I think it's when people feel like they're part of the ma machine, they're more likely to be on board with whatever project is moving forward. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's again like you want people to have investment in mm -hmm. things. But I feel like the average human being, when you give them agency, they they check out to a distance where it's just like, I need a, I need an actual yes or no. Mm -hmm. And if neither pieces come in, then you it, it just by including you, you are actually kind of getting in the way. I think uh, what Dawson wants is he just wants the Snapchat story of everyone getting weird. Yeah, pretty much. Because I still have to be a part of it. Yeah. Because then I can like sit on my couch super weird. in my underwear and I'm like, ah, Living I'm vicariously. Because yeah. like, these guys are drunk and I'm just sitting here and I can like throw in funny things. Yeah, and, and they're I feel at like ground zero or whatever they're doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're at ground zero <laughs> getting nipples pinched. And... How much do you love ground zeros to you? I've only been twice, but what I was at... Ground oh. You've never been to ground zero? No. It's a kink show. The BSM, bondage, yeah. bondage. Uh, I'm not into that, but I I do like to. <laughs> Which uh, means you're probably into that. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I I just really just like. Uh, so when I've been on the show before, I've talked about how I like we won't weird shame around here. Weird nope. subcultures in LARPers and furries in um, incels. Incels are oh. fascinating and creepy and horrible. Scary. scary. They're very scary. They kill people. Yeah. Uh, but I, all those up, weird yeah. little cultures, I, I very uh, I like to. Uh, 
to to be a voyeur and and, and view them. So uh, we've been to Ground Zero twice, and then yesterday I was at uh, uh, the Kink Night at the Gay Nineties, which was crazy. Zero. Crazy. Even crazier than Ground Zero. Oh, it was ten. To, it was on another because the one the one night we went to Ground Zero, I felt it was very boring. And yeah, tame. like when, when I you guys to see some was, weird shit, and it was oh, just like a, yeah. a larger lady getting like her titty slapped with a little. Oh, nice. There were Special people eating shit. cupcakes off of asses. Okay, um, yesterday. Yeah. Okay. Like the gay nineties asses. Yeah. They, well, they spread cupcakes on this lady's ass, <laughs> nice. and then oh, they were eating damn. it out there. There was wait. That's not how you Wait, eat cupcakes. Like they like <laughs> smashed cupcakes. Yeah, on her yeah they butt? smashed it right on her butt. And that's then just, someone ate it off. With the dominatrix and then her helper were eating that's it so, off. What of a there. poor use of a cupcake. That's what I was gonna say. I don't oh. want to eat a smashed cupcake anywhere. Yeah, bro, like mm. you're missing out you on the best part. You ever drop a cupcake? Cup- like I'm still gonna eat that. No, yeah. it's not, it, I don't. It doesn't get smashed. It might I, though. They were smashed. Have you ever eaten any garbage food? What else was there? Like you. You, you're like, I'm going to go throw these away so we don't eat them anymore. And you throw them away, and then you're like, mm, I'm still going to eat that piece of pizza. No. No, no. Well, obviously, I'm the fattest person in the room. So <laughs> that yes, is, no, that's I've just, done that. It goes past the five second rule. Like, that's like. But it's still five, in the box, in the garbage. I guess I plan ahead well enough where I never if, encounter I, that. Yeah, what if it was in a Ziploc baggie? Yeah, right? It's in the garbage. I'd be bag. cool with that. I yeah. would eat that. And then you bring it back out. Cool. I don't, feel, ne- I don't feel so <laughs> disgusted. I don't, I don't feel so oh, disgusted. What if it was that. smashed on someone's ass, then put in a Ziploc baggie? <laughs> How clean is that ass? Ooh. Clean that uh, ass. Medium. That, yeah. Medium. <laughs> medium clean. There's a little bit of stank on it. I feel like that's a very medium. subjective. Medium. Like, my medium could not be someone else's medium. I feel like medium is like if you like smelt the piece of pizza, you're like, was this someone on someone's ass? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> take, could have been. It's, it's medium. You take a bite and you chew really slowly. It's mm. one of those like discovery bites. This, this was on some ass. Maybe. Yeah. It's medium. But, you know, the people watching at these places is fantastic. Yeah. So and those people are not afraid. No. Like, I mean, they don't, they're don't. they comfortable with who they are. Yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. That's authenticity that's, right yeah, there. That, oh, I like it. You guys just come back See, around. Bye, bye, bye. See, we were paying attention. While you two were talking, we were paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's great, though, because that really yep. is what it, what it is. It's just like they're yep. unapologetic about who they are, and I think that's... I, I guess, yeah, I, I, that's just what I want moving forward, not just for myself, but, like, for the people around me. Yeah. How far were you, like, personally from this state of mind, like, eight years ago? Eight years ago. Like, How old I was always I feel eight like years you were ago? always What's kind of... minus eight? Math. Don't, don't, don't even worry about it. You got to carry the... You got to divide it by half. 23? Divide it by half again. Oh, my God. I was, like, light years away from this then at 23. Okay. Yeah, hmm. like like early twenties, especially was um. God, who the who was I talking to about this? I don't remember. Um, but like that, just such a different way of viewing the world too. And I think it was more just like who can like I want people to like me. Like I want to impress people. Like oh yep. that oh I was talking with my colleague Maureen about it. was it her? I really don't remember. Um, but it, yeah, totally different mindset where. I was weird to the like I'd be because I'm a weirdo, but I was like weird because of because I was like oh cool I get like positive feedback for being weird, so I'll just like be weird in this situation, but also like then tuck away the other parts of my human self. Like if I was sad or upset about things, it's like no, Leah's the weird girl. So that and like and then I put myself in a box, uh. and now it's just like 
yeah, I'm weird, but I, I'm also like all these other things, and I'm going to present that to you and not be afraid of how how it comes, like how it, how you're going to receive it because this is the real me. Uh, what makes you a weirdo? What do you think? <laughs> yeah, like is it, I, I mean, I, I feel I like confirm. it's a relative <laughs> thing, but say you know, Leah's a weird. Like what? She's what do you cupcake think? Cupcake ass eater. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Super weird. No, we've already established that I'm not because that okay. ruins the cupcake. Yeah, I agree. But More if you bagels. put nicely put cupcakes like on top of an ass, <laughs> and then they're all they still have the cupcake wrapping, and then you just yes, like, if yeah. it was like an intact like eating cupcake. sushi off of a person, but they're cupcakes. Yeah, I would and do then that. You, yeah, no, that'd I be would okay. do that. Take me to the gay night. I'd be the dude at gay nineties up front eating off cupcakes off people's ass, <laughs> right butt cheek. That can be your your niche. They they had the <laughs> legless an... guy was there getting stepped on again, so he had his little Jeez. cart. <laughs> He, he only he wants women to step on him. That That's went from fetish. zero yeah. to sixty real fast. <laughs> oh yeah, you from you go there. I mean, anyway, um, stories. Anyway, authenticity. <laughs> but what makes you not, weird? What you, makes me yeah. weird? Um, I don't know. It's just it's it's ever it's uh, it's a, a lot of things. Yeah. I, it's hard to I don't know. It's hard to define because I feel like there's kind of no definition for it. At the same time, it's just. Everybody is a little bit weird, you know. There's mm-hmm. no such thing mm-hmm. as normal. Yep. There's just a spectrum of crazy. I think. We, I think that you know, like, if we worked really hard, we could define what normal is. It's just like this white person with like shoulder length <laughs> hair, and like we can be shoulder this, length hair, you know, or like a, a white <laughs> girl, scary. a normal white girl. Oh. Sipping on her frappuccino. Yeah, like we can like, drink a white Becky? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Becky, and we're like, man, that is so normal, it's so basic. Yeah, basic yeah. Becky. And Drives we can like civic. Yeah, we Drives can like draw c- that image. Normal sounds so boring. Then I know, right? Yeah, right. But it's also weird being weird. Yeah, you feel weird. <laughs> that's because you haven't found your other yeah. weirdos to hang out with. But like, that's why that's why I asked that because even when I was young. I came to embrace that I'm weird mm-hmm. pretty early, so it's just like yeah, you did yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I just like loved running into walls and shit like that. Oh, is, is it just is it being weird or just not trying to fit in anymore that you're talking about? Uh, because I feel like it's just I don't give a shit about fitting in with. Yeah, I, I don't that, think that's weird though. No, but that's, I think we all we all we're all we all want to fit in, right? Though. But we, yeah. I think we all get to a point where we're like, fuck it, I don't fuck care. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like in high school, you wanted to fit in yeah. with people, but then you find your people. Yeah. And whether it's four people or it's four hundred yeah. people, you find your people. Yeah. And then eventually, you like you go on to start a cult, and then yeah. like you're with yeah. more people. Um, but no, then I think it's, you <laughs> like get to a point where like cult. I'm old, right? <laughs> I'm not old, but whatever. I'm older, and I don't care that people know that I don't eat ketchup and I don't eat a bunch of food. I don't yeah. give a shit. That's me. Like I don't yep. care. Um, but you want to fit in? There's still not, really kind of. But I'm not going to force myself. And they're going to force yourself. Yeah. No. You want to find the people that accept you for you, and that yeah. that's like fitting in. And if you're not going to like me because I don't like ketchup. You don't deserve me when I like mm. barbecue sauce. Get them, okay, girl. But... Mm. but like, even like, if I show up in like a new like organization or anything like that, I want to be myself and I want to own that weirdness. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like any human being, the, the in group, out group, no one wants to necessarily be out group. There are right. times where you're like, okay, I'm in the out group. I gotta own this. And I got to make people that are in the in-group recognize that maybe they have certain flaws or like, hey, like, even though I'm on the fringe, like, we're still in this together. Like, there are weird things that happen that way. But everyone has this internal, like, voice that says, like, 
You don't want to stick out, stick out. I guess I can see where you're coming from with that. I, I think it goes like everybody. Basically, people just want to feel like they're seen, like they're heard. Yes. But I think it goes to like you can't fake it though. Like right. Like if you're if you're in this group that like totally accepts you, but you've put on this entire facade about it, and you can't like let your freak flag fly because you'll get kicked out. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just like people want to be accepted for who they are. Yeah, so it's just right. about just keep being you. Right. And you will find the people that accept that. And for the people that don't, then they just don't. And then th- that's that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we were talking about earlier, like you just sometimes you have to cut out the fat in your life. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> why did you? Why did you? Uh, why did you twitch so hard? Because you said cut out the fat. I feel like you're talking about me. Oh, figure, it's no. a figure of speech, boy. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, like you cut out all that shit that just like I that doesn't fit you anymore, or yeah. that makes you feel bad about where you are. So like, I quit Facebook. Like, nice. that's a like a dumpster fire. <laughs> um, and mm-hmm. I totally recommend that if anyone's still on Facebook, just leave. Like, wow. You don't I need. Can't. You really don't need it. I, I think I literally can't because my job oh. is like social media. And where else would I find out about my weird uncle's conspiracy theories? Oh, nice. Yeah, you could. I'll, just yeah, I'll give you some conspiracy theories. I got a bunch of them from okay. from um, family reunions. That's yeah. I was gonna oh, say you yeah. could just have a conversation. Yeah, you could just call them up. Be like, hey, it is a beautiful thing, hey, uncle. <laughs> so what? What do you think about those crop circles, yeah. man? <laughs> so Obama was born in Kenya, still, right? <laughs> uh, time Chernobyl travel. was an inside job. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's like I I'm not on Facebook anymore. I'm on Twitter. Okay, so nice. I'm on Twitter. I have Snapchat. I have Instagram. So then why Facebook? Why was Facebook <laughs> the evil one? Because it's Facebook. Like, tw- no. I think Twitter could be equally oh, so as bad. So the yeah. thing about Facebook is like, I don't know. Okay, let's go to Twitter. Twitter, I can mute, I can block, and I can just unfollow things. Sure, I get served ads for shit. I can block. Thank you, mm-hmm. Twitter, for letting me block companies. Mm-hmm. Nice. From like when you when they serve me an ad, I'll be like, yeah, I'm not the audience for this, so I'm going to block this or mute them. But you can yeah. mute things. You can mute words. So, so Twitter it doesn't, doesn't sell you Confederate, Confederate flags anymore? No, not anymore. Yeah. I mean, they, they tried really hard. They put them on like really cute t-shirts and shit. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, but yeah, like Twitter has muting. I in on Instagram, I followed like a lot of other artists and designers mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. longest time because I just like wanted to consume the stuff that they were making. I thought it was really cool. But then it got to a point where I'd look at what they made and I'd compare myself to it or where I'm oh. at with it because I I still want to do something with it. But I'm just not. I I want to focus on work, like my day job right now, yeah. and that piece. So I'd look at this shit and. Sorry, it's not shit. It's it's really. I mean, it's really good shit. Um, so <laughs> I look at their stuff that they're curating, and I'm just like, it would bum me out that I wasn't mm. there yet, or that I hadn't gotten started. So I just I start unfollowing all these accounts because, and it just kind of freed up my frame of mind. So now when I'm on, on Instagram, I'm like looking at what my cousins are up to yep. and that kind of stuff for fun things or like silly cartoons, like things that make me feel good. And it's just like removing this aspect of my life that just isn't helping me get anywhere. So I'm hearing these other platforms a little more curatable. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Facebook is just like noise, like, oh my God, look at this stupid, like, feel good meme. Or like, I'm going to post a song lyric about how I feel, but not and be like, it's fine. Hmm. 
I think Facebook <laughs> algorithm sucks because I don't really get any of that. Facebook algorithm is the worst because I'll get shit from like Thursday yes. or Wednesday. Yeah. It's like the Twins play the Indians tonight. Like I don't no shit. Oh. It's Wednesday. <laughs> like stuff like that. Like, I don't care. Damn. I see things like that, or I'll see the same post over and over again from a couple days ago. It's like you might have missed this. I'm like, no, I didn't. Definitely, <laughs> Got definitely it. saw this, and I don't care. Yeah. So I, that's, I agree with that. And then you get you get the group of people that you kind of want to stay connected to. Yeah. But then you realize yeah. like you're kind of fucking racist. I don't really want to yeah. be associated. Oh, or like yeah. I, had, I had an instance where a guy I used to work with. Uh, I was reading this article, and he turned out he was like a sex offender. And oh my what? God. I saw this, and I'm like, this guy's still in my Facebook friends. I kind of want to see if he ever gets out of jail. I'm like, hey guys, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like it's weird. It's weird seeing that. Like you see it, and then it's like I don't want to unfriend him right now. Yeah, I so, should. Yeah, like speaking to that, like when I've told people, like I left Facebook, they're like. But I'm like connected to my aunt, like cousins, yeah. aunts, things like that, or like friends from middle school, high school, and and I was thinking like, I I can understand that. That's totally great. But when you go through like say like text messages or phone calls that you've had, um, or other ways of like keeping connected with people, are you are you really doing that work? To, with those like going back to those relationships, um, are you really fostering that relationship anymore? Yeah, yeah. Like, or are you just like? Can you cut? Can you cut it out, and and life go like, and then life will go on. Like, can yeah. you do that? Like, I think people want to fall back as I have all these connections, or there's these events that I don't want to miss out on that other people are like hosting or whatever. Yeah. Do you have their number? Because you can start a really terrible group chat <laughs> through that that you can't escape. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's <laughs> other ways of doing it that that's not just like feeding into the Facebook machine. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm for people like getting off social media if I if they don't think it's helpful for them. I just think it's weird that Facebook is victim number one because I still find Facebook the most useful for me. Hmm. And so it's weird that Facebook has all these different tools. If you utilize it and leverage it right, I think it's actually really great. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't. It's weird to me that people choose that over Twitter or Instagram or Snapchat or even just like Reddit or whatever or like YouTube comment sections. It's just I. I almost feel like you know like when people talk about how bad fast food is, mm-hmm. it's always McDonald's. Even though it's just like Burger King or like Taco Bell could mm. be equally as bad. Yeah. So that, I'm just curious, like, why people think Facebook is the worst one. Fake news. Fake news. Because <laughs> there, there is a lot of shit that pops up on there, and you have to at some point, it's not worth your effort of like calling people out and like you're an idiot. Like this shit yep. is not yeah. obviously not real. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. did that for a while. I would post like this is wrong, and here's why you're wrong, and then yeah. I was like, they're not gonna change their mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. They're not going to listen to me. They're going to be like, oh, you're just part of the machine that's against me. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You're right. I am against you. I don't like you. <laughs> like, <laughs> just stop posting misinformation and then it won't be a problem. Oh, but yeah. that's, that's, nobody does that. Everybody just shares and likes and retweets or shares on Facebook. And I don't know. At least Twitter, I can just, you're done. Yeah. And I would say I have, like, Facebook is was good for like a, like it's good to go back and look on things. Yeah. And I like like my memories pop up. I'm like, man, I was an idiot ten years ago. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> but then like I look at, I can't really go back and change a ton of that stuff. But I look at like uh, Twitter. I have way more friends on like people that I've never even met in real life. Yeah. That I've connected with on Twitter that I can stay connected to, and I care more about them moving forward than some knucklehead I went to high school with. And so if, if those like, people were on Facebook, they they are. And I, I just don't go and add them. Yeah, that's yeah. There's something about Facebook that's just like, 
Well, it's because they have to conf- like add, confirm to yeah. add where you can just add follow, and, and you can follow. Yeah. To me, it feels like I'm just gonna. I'm a fan of yours from a distance, even if you don't acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. But on Facebook, to ha- send them a request and be like, you need to recognize this connection that we're making. Mm-hmm. That's the that's like the psychological it barrier. It needs to be Facebook official that we're friends. Yeah, yeah, not yeah, yeah. just like we're in a DM thread. Yeah, just following <laughs> someone because they don't have to follow you back. Right. right? That I think that there's a big psychological barrier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I mean, like I, Chipotle went private last night. Really? Because they're doing really? like a promo promo during the NBA Finals where they tweet out free free food coupons. Oh, on social media, yeah, they, so went they went pri- private. Oh. So if you're not a follower, you can't get those free oh. coupons. Oh, I thought you meant. I totally they thought you meant like the... they became no. a private company. No, I'm again, talking about free really. food. Okay, I gotta follow. Well, not anymore. Too late. I don't even like Chipotle that much Fuck anymore. You. Yeah. Is that sad? It Chipotle is Chipotle gives me migraines. Chipotle gives me diarrhea. I still love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that good. It's, it's the best. Yeah, there is better, yeah, there's no, better stuff out no, there. No, Chipotle is the best. I, always, I've, I had, they had, I don't know. Can like, you even eat Chipotle, Dawson? Do you, yes. Is, 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 yes. Are there too many greens? Nope. Not he just takes bowl. them all out. <laughs> I don't. I, what I don't do you say, get? What, say, what no, is your Chipotle brew? Depends on my mood. but uh, Tortilla nope. and meat. I used to do a bowl. Bowl. Just a bowl of meat. And cheese. 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 You'd put sour cream in there? Nope. Double meat. Jesus Christ. Do you have lettuce? Do you do nope. the beans? No. Nope. Nope. Black beans? Nope. What else goes in there? Wait, it's just meat and cheese in a in a meat trees, maybe a little bit of rice. That's all you need. <sighs> That's all I need. <sighs> and we just talked about people accepting people for eating cupcakes off of ashes. <laughs> and you're coming at me for so I'm, only eating meat and cheese. That's why I'm breathing hard so I can get to Would that. Would you space. eat meat, cheese, and rice off of an ass? If it was Chipotle, yeah. All right. Sure, why not? Well, I think that is how they make their stuff. That's why Off they have so many yeah. outbreaks. Yeah. That's right. Yep. Uh, and pink eye. Pink do eye. you right. want to talk? You said you oh. went to somewhere with somebody, a friend, and your boyfriend? Is I'm that, looking uh, at my notes Is that right what now. you said? Did you say that earlier, though? Oh, no, no, no. When I was talking about how bad I am at math. I don't remember what we were talking about, <laughs> but I swear you were like, I went to Active this place men, with on. like Marissa and my boyfriend. Oh, yeah. So, no, I was referencing how bad I am at math. Marissa, my friend Marissa is very aware of this because I love to tell her how terrible I am um, at it. And then, I mean, my boyfriend got to witness it firsthand See that, how bad that I part. am at She's trying to, he, well, I think what Min's trying to get trying you to say is. Min's like, you who is your boyfriend? boyfriend? Last time you were on the interview, you were talking yeah. about your divorce and now you're in a relationship. Uh, do you want to talk about that? Oh yeah, we can talk about that. Okay. Yeah, how's we can that, totally how's talk that about that. How's that your life? It's great. Um, so one of the things I think that we could talk, like, as it relates to the topic of the day of like being authentic and showing up or whatever. Um, so last year in the summer, I was, I was like casually dating, but it it it, it was this kind of like it was almost. I don't know. I wasn't ready for it, and I didn't think I wanted to acknowledge that. Mm. And then I got ghosted. Fun stuff, guys. Damn. Because um, I don't. Yeah. I mean, it's shit. It's yep. it's shit. Yep. Not good shit. It's just shit. So just took some time no. away. Yeah. Ghosting or dating or or shitting. Yeah. Or or shitting. God, I shit a lot. But you got ghosted. Good to know. I, I think know. that's great about you. And you own it. Um, <laughs> we accept you for shitting Thank on. you. So, mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, but n- so with dating, I think it's just like, <laughs> I really like this guy. So it's just being, it's taking that conscious like step to be like, I'm going to be 
all in about this. I'm not going to try to like hide parts of myself yeah. to like and because it's because it's not normal or it's or it's shameful or anything like that. Like I'm going to laugh at the things that I think are funny. I'm going to make really stupid jokes because I can make some really stupid jokes. Um, and I'm, I'm just going to like I'm just going to be me through this process of dating. Met this guy and it like it clicked like it it worked out really well like yeah. i like the parts about him i totally accept there's nothing like it's not like oh i bet like you know how you know how some people are like oh you like that now but i'm going to change it or something oh, like yeah. that or yeah, like yeah. oh i'm going to like i'm going to act like cool right now and like super chill like yeah you don't need to text me for 3 days it's fine <laughs> like i don't need to hear from you i got to think about that but and then like have it change or whatever it's just going to be like no who i am i'm going to like put it out there and if it's um you know if it, 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 the sooner basically the sooner you can just be yourself from the get go the sooner you know if things are going to work out or not going to work out like is this guy fit for you or is that girl fit for you mm-hmm. you'll know sooner less time wasted really having to be someone else for a while because you'll always go back to who you really are like it, it that's just how it happens so it's always good to just own that with yourself yeah and like accept it kind of starts with accepting yourself though yeah. so then you can present it to um the other person steve you must have as as this dude that came in and talked about dating when you had your own episode you must have something to say to that oh yeah you had the dating yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Be yourself, folks. Uh, <laughs> it's like, that's all you need to hear. I, mean, I gave it a thumbs up. What, what do you want me to say about Five that? Yeah. Um, uh, no, I think that's the truth, though. Yeah. I think I think that's something that I'm not good at. Mm-hmm. Where if uh, I'm so worried that. Like, the first barrier is where somebody would quit on me. Hmm. So they're like, oh, I love musicals. You do? I like musicals, too. And I just don't. <laughs> you know? And I, yeah. I'd be the type of person to do that. Yeah. And so, to, oh, to, to just agree to, like, kind of go all yes. along with it? Yes. And, and at a certain point, I'll tell you. But first, I need you to understand, like... Like I need you to, I need to get it to a point of like a critical threshold. Mm-hmm. So then you're just like, okay, like even though this dude has flaws, mm-hmm. and there's like not a lot of like like uh, entertain, maybe let's just say entertainment overlaps or anything like that. I still know who this person is. Mm-hmm. But if they cut that, I I think I have that fear of like, well, if there's if there's a lot of friction at the beginning and they cut it off too early, they'll never actually get to know who I am. Mm. So it's just like, yes, yes, I like that. Oh, you voted for Donald Trump? Yes, yes. And so, like, I love the point that you made. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, like, I think it goes to also one thing that I found in, like, the dating over 30. There's a Reddit group for that, by the way. Just throwing that out nice. there. Yeah. Um, but Is one that where thing... you got your skills? <laughs> no. Okay. I, I was born, with, I was born no, this way. No, this is, just, this is just trial and Natural error life. for skills. But <laughs> it's um, it's one of those things where... You see a lot of people who are like, oh, my God, I have the first date or the second date. Like, what things should I look out for? And I think when you approach dating or even just meeting new people, like meeting new friends, it's like when you start to approach it from like, I'm just there to look for all the red flags. Mm. And if I count like over five, then I'm just going to call it or Mm. I'm going to be there to like 
just impress, 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 you're n- you kind of remove yourself from being like an active participant on the mm-hmm. date with the other person where you're like, you're really listening to what they have to say so you can engage in a conversation or learn, like really learning more about them instead of really learning the things that they just agree with you on or the things that you agree with them on. That made me think of when I like not even outside of like a romantic sense, like when you go to like a party mm-hmm. and you are actually like yourself because like maybe you're there with just like two or three of your best friends. And you don't really give a shit what anybody else thinks about you. That's like when I actually made like more new friends. Mm-hmm. So like when I go to like a house party um, and I'm just like making dick jokes or something like that because that's unfortunately who I am. Not un- that's, <laughs> that's awesomely who you are. <laughs> yeah. And so that's like when I don't cover that up, mm-hmm. like I make more and more friends. And then you just like begin to realize like, I'm, like that whole point about being weird. Yeah. You're like, oh shit, everyone else is weird. Everyone loves dick jokes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I fart agree. jokes and all yeah. that good stuff. That's awesome. <laughs> I, and then also, I think you said in your um, email with us that therapy has been this golden revelation. Yeah. So I think that's that's a part of this whole like accepting yourself and not, it kind of goes back to, you know, guilt and shame and not mm. feeling that. So for the longest time previously, like going through divorce and all that kind of stuff, was seeing a couples therapist, but mm. I happen to have um, anxiety too. And my anxiety usually comes up as health based anxiety. So I just like, like when I, when like, when panic sets in, it's like, oh my God, I'm gonna, like, I feel like I'm dying right now or I'm gonna die. Or it's always like thinking about like heart attacks or strokes. It's like these two things that are just gonna be like lightning bolt and you're done. Yeah. Um, type of situations. And I've, and I'm like, I need to find a new therapist who specializes in this because, um, because it sucks. Like it, yeah. it's 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 hard to go through life just like living in fear, and what it's done. And I think, honestly, almost everybody could really benefit from just like a couple sessions of being able to just like, just release brain dump and yeah, just yeah. release a lot of stuff that you've pent up but for me it was like recognizing what's driving this fear because yeah. it's not actually it, it, it really isn't a fear of um dying per se or like heart attacks and like all that go like that goes into that medically yeah speaking it's just like there's other that's like a, a fear underneath instead so it helped me identify this and and work um to put in the work it's i think is cognitive cognitive behavioral Therapy, sure, so it's yeah. a different way of thinking when thing like when that when that comes up, and a lot of it is acceptance. So when I have like an anxious episode, instead of trying to fight it off and be like, "No, this is bad. I can't have this happen. I need to be mm. good. I have to be normal." Like, don't be this anxious person. It's just being like identifying, like, "Yeah, this is uh this is my anxiety. This is really uncomfortable right now. I'm not sure how long it's it's gonna last." Yeah. And that's okay. Like, it's okay to have this discomfort. It's okay to have uncertainty in my life. And I think that's where it stems from. Like, that's kind of what I, what we identified together is like where it stems from is like uncertainty in life. Yeah. I, I'm not really a planner, but I like to know things. Yeah. And I'm starting to, you know, be more hands off about that. It's like, I can't control everything. Um, 
And a lot of this goes back to like childhood. Like a lot of these things you'll find stem from our childhood. Sure. Very formative years of how we see um, examples set by our parents and other people in our lives. So this was just like dealing with that level of uncertainty and being like, I accept that I can't control everything. But what I can control is like maybe my thoughts right now about dying or whatever are not my reality, though. It's it's uncomfortable, but I don't need to execute on steps that just feed into that anxiety. Instead, it's just like, I'm afraid. I Maybe pinpointing what that fear might be or what's driving that, that discomfort. Or just acknowledging like, this is uncomfortable. This is, I I don't like this and that's okay. That was going to be my, you answered my follow-up question where... It's like you're saying, like, okay, I've learned how to see what's happening, but what is the action that you take? And mm-hmm. that's, and you, I mean, you said it at the end there, just like, just taking a second and being like, this is okay, and being mindful. Yeah, mindfulness is like the big thing, because like, and when you were talking earlier too, I was thinking, like, uh, like you, how you needed training to be more aware of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a big thing too because like when you have like a physical injury, they're like, oh, like you know you have to react to it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm going to need stitches. This is yeah. a huge gash on my arm. I'm going to need stitches. But when it's like mental and emotional, like you don't see it. Yeah. You feel discomfort. But I think the the human consciousness feels so many different things and overlapping things I think we're just not in tune with it. So I mm-hmm. just feel like um, even when you have a sip of coffee, your consciousness is going through this change. But you, if you don't really pay attention to it, you might have more energy in that moment, but you don't really think about what's happening in your head. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just to be like, just to know, like, oh, th- this is what anxiety is. Yeah. And now I know what it is. I know almost like where it is within my spirit Mm -hmm. and to know like, okay, this is where I just need to keep it here. Mm -hmm. And I just need to be able to, I can't necessarily get rid of it in Mm -hmm. this moment, but I know where it is. It's contained. And that helps you, I was going to say like, go along, get along, but I don't even know if that's the right way of putting it. Yeah. It's kind of like, well, I guess in, in my particular case, when it happens, then, you know, you go through the step of, you know, this is uncomfortable and that's okay. But to like keep moving forward. So I'll even think of things like, all right, let's say something does go wrong and it is, I don't know, like it is a heart or I die or something like that. You know, yeah. it was today a good day. Yeah, today was a good day. Or let's so say you I'm have not tan- worried about it. Yeah, something that. goes wrong. You have a tantrum or something. Yeah. Like then, yeah. Then what do you tell yourself? Like, what do you do? Or who do you, do you call? What, do you call someone or? What do you mean by tantrum? Like you just like lose your shit. Oh, if I t- like just totally lose my shit? Yeah. Um, usually it's, I mean, I I guess it's not, it doesn't really, oh, word that I can't think of. It doesn't really come up as a tantrum for me. Sure, okay. It's more just like panic mode and I want, like the first thing I want to do is like call 911. Okay. And go through like medical checks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Or WebMD the shit out of what's happening, which is like Good dangerous. Good you can still read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need to read. I got the doctors. I can do it for me. Just pay the doctors. But it's like, it's it's just pumping the brakes on that and just being like, you know, just just sit yeah. with it. 
and, and just kind of telling yourself like you you this has happened before like yeah. you know it has and you kind of identify that and it's like and but we're still here things are good like and you can just kind of move forward with that it's just like accepting that you can control it to a certain extent yeah yeah can you if you're okay with it can you tell us what therapy looks like so if somebody's on the fringe um, and they don't necessarily know what that looks like. Um, I feel like this could help them because for me, mm-hmm. therapy is this Freudian setting where mm. you're on your back, you have your <laughs> eyes closed and someone's talking to you. And I know it's not always that. Right. I don't even know if it's mostly that. But what does that begin to look like? Because I have, I mean, I everyone has a, a different degrees of anxiety and sort of like, mental things that they go through i've never gotten to the point where i I mean i learned this at an early age and i feel very lucky to do so but just to have my own space and time and have the ability to dive into my own mind Mm -hmm. um that's why like just sort of logical like thinking and reason is so important to me um because those were the tools that allowed me to sort of escape my own self mm-hmm. and assess a situation without putting myself into it and that's really helped me calm my own anxiety yeah so i never had to interface like in a therapy session or anything like that but what does that look like at least in your context sure i'd be i'd be happy to share what that looks like um and i know like when seeking so in seeking therapists it kind of helps to know um, different styles too of therapy. So there's there there can be some more like problem solving type. So you want to come, you have something really particular on your mind, and you want that other person, that that expert, to help you dig into it and like problem solve and work through some tactics to, I don't know, just work through these things with you. Some people just want that person who can who is who listens, mm. um, and mm. it's not necessarily guided by any particular questions that came up or things like that. But it's it's more of a check in, and and for me, it's you know we'll uh, we'll check in about certain things that happened through the three weeks since I've seen her. Yeah, um, if anything comes to mind, anxious episodes or like or breakthroughs. Yeah. And it's just being able to be just sharing that with her, but knowing that she's an expert in her field and in the kind of subject matter, like the mental health issues that she specializes in. She's she's listening for certain ways to kind of draw out, like make me think a little bit more about something and give me a tool to move forward with, too. So it's not like two people who just like just go down the rabbit hole because that can be dangerous too. Right, you can right. like think yourself into a box instead. Yeah. Um, it, it's not that in where it gets like oh, really meta. It's just like someone else is there to kind of guide you to f- kind of find the root of a problem mm-hmm. and then give you a tool to work on it as, as you see it come up um, later on. Yeah. I mean, I like that you use the word tool because that's what I was saying in my head too. Mm-hmm. This person is trained. They're coming with tools or frameworks mm-hmm. that have been hopefully tested or researched or things like that. And so they're coming to you. Like It would be like if you called up your friend and be like, hey, like my sink is running. Mm-hmm. And they came with no tools, and you're like, "How the fuck are you going to fix this, you idiot?" You know, like they can probably they'll probably just make it worse. Mm-hmm. And so, like a therapist is the person with the proper tools. Yeah, and they're gonna uh, they're gonna assess context. They're gonna mm-hmm. approach maybe each situation differently. 
but they have some maybe not always the right tools. Yeah. But they know enough to at least refer you to the person with the right tool. Exactly. And that's the other thing with um, therapy and therapists. You might not always click with the first therapist that you find. Um, but that doesn't mean that you give up and therapy is not for you. You can yep. just you can keep searching that out. Um, and the other thing about how you said like how you picture you know you're laid back on this like weird ass long couch and you're like and they're just like mm-hmm, and tell me how like, yeah. how did that make you feel? They do ask questions like that like. <laughs> How are you feeling in that moment? Yeah. But they go further, and it's just not. And it's not like, mm-hmm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it's it's helpful. It's productive. But it's one of those things. Therapy, you get out what you put into it. Yes. So if you're hiding parts, like if you're like, oh, I don't, I don't want to share that because that's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. This is like one of the safest spaces that you can share this kind of. Um, those kinds of thoughts and feelings that part of your life with because they're they're there to use their ex- expertise and their tools yeah. to help you. So if you're like only half tell like half telling stories mm-hmm. or whatever, you're only going to get like half of a solution out of it. That's a great point. I think that's a great point. I uh, the Michael Pollan book uh, How to Change Your Mind. They're talking about how to apply uh, psychedelic medicine. Um, maybe or may, I think this is in Michael Pollan's book. It might have been in a Sam Harris book that I read. But the the clinical trials are looking into if um, these psychedelics or MDMA um, they have like this sort of gate opening prospect or uh, property to it. Mm-hmm. So, like you're saying, if you don't give your therapist, also you have to establish like a trust thing yeah. too. You so, don't trust them instantly. Yes, but you you keep building that trust. So they believe that these medicines. Um, can open people up a little bit more. So when they have sessions like that, they're without having to like intentionally lift that veil. Mm-hmm. It is the medicine that lifts the veil for you. So you have an ease and you can open up more and maybe get more out of your sessions. That's really interesting. So I'm hoping those yeah. things break through. Yeah. I mean like that's, and people are seeing the benefits of it. Yeah. And whether they're legalizing like, <laughs> mushrooms yeah, or it's at least decriminalizing. Or decriminalizing. decriminalizing. Yeah. 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 decriminalizing. Oakland just passed that too. Did they they legalized it or decriminalized? Decriminalized. Oh, oh. Damn. No one legalized it yet. Not yet. Okay. It's gonna start with one and then I'll get to the next one. Yeah, eventually. It'll be like marijuana. <laughs> Slow and steady. Slow and steady. Uh did Dawson did you did we have a final question for you last time you were on? Um, I think nope. so. I don't remember. Oh, hit her with it I now. Mm, here hit we go. Hit her with it either way. <laughs> uh, so basically, yeah, I mean, the last question I've been asking is, it kind of wraps everything up, I, guess, I mean, Hit me sort with of. a baseball bat, uh, like why? a 10-year-old boy with a bike helmet on <laughs> in a field. Just Boom! <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of Donnie baseball. The, Donnie. Oh, knocks it out the park! Yeah. Oh, Teddy fucking ball game! <laughs> um... So what's the meaning? Why are we here? What's the meaning of life? Not in this room, but like, why are we here? Why are we here? On Earth. On Earth. On Earth? Earth. Oh, you guys, this is a simulation. Oh, (laughs) it's a matrix. You're not wrong. Tell us more, Neo. (laughs) I don't, I don't know. Maybe there's no reason why we're here. Maybe we're just, we're just the one species that happen to get to this point where we've got these big fucking brains to think with and we're trying to create meaning out of life and maybe mm-hmm. there isn't we're just here damn yeah i think that's everyone like we've had a basically same answer every yeah everyone we've asked has basically been a nihilist i was gonna say that <laughs> yeah. everyone in our circle is a nihilist yeah that's 
Is it more more common? Uh, I mean, could okay. I also be? We're here to kill this planet. Uh, oh, got all, got all of us. We had one chance. What is it? The reset button on the old Xbox. Oh yeah, this uh, this on this. Oh, simulation. that'd be great. You know, my dad had like a a theory when we were younger. He's like, I was like, what like what happens when we die? This goes back to like being Catholic or yeah. whatever. He's like. You know, sometimes I think we just wake up and this was all a dream and then we just live a different life. Damn. I was like, oh. Did you see Almost Time? You watched that. About Time? About Time. Yeah. Have oh, you, seen you that watched movie? it? Have you yeah. seen that movie, Leo? About Time? Uh, it's on Netflix. You've seen it? Have you it's seen it? I didn't watch it. I don't it. think I saw it. It's I good. Know. I liked it. Thank you, Jameson. I liked it. It's cute. All right, wrap, get us out of here. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. So thank you, Leah, for coming back for round two. You're welcome back for episode three. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I don't always welcome people back for a third episode <laughs> okay. or a fourth episode. <laughs> Looking at you, Uglo. Uh, um, it's Uglo. <laughs> Uglo. 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 Come on here for a while. Um, Rude. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm sorry. Your Twitter's going to be blown up. Yeah, by the tens of people. Uh, <laughs> make sure you connect with us. Speaking of Twitter, on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, you can follow us on Facebook. <laughs> Leah, hit us up. <laughs> at Quality Under Pressure. <laughs> And if that's not your bag, you can follow us on Instagram at Quality Under Pressure. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at QUP Podcast. You can send us an email at QualityUnderPressure at gmail.com. And you're probably listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or one of the other fine places you can get podcasts. Thanks for doing that right in the intro, outro. Really appreciate it, Steve. Um, Keep it yeah, professional. We'll, uh, we'll catch you on the next time. <laughs>